welcome back to another episode of the Rumcast. I'm Will Hookinga here as always with your co-host, the People's co-host, John Gullah, down there in Miami, fresh off the plane from Austin, Texas, where he yeah. got into some rum hijinks, I think. I actually don't know. He, he told me he has some, you know, some story to share from Austin, so we'll get to that. Uh, before we do, we're doing something we've both been really excited about on this episode, which is, I don't know, how should we describe this? An, an epic blind Foursquare tasting? I think um, that's about right. Yeah, epic yeah. is definitely in the title, for sure. <laughs> we're we're going to go through 10 Foursquare rums. We'll get into the details of which Foursquare rums, why we're doing them. But uh, yeah, so we're we're going to be tasting a lot of rums today and running through them and trying to get to the bottom of which affordable Foursquare rums are truly the best values. But before we do that, John, catch me up. What's been going on? You've had a busy week. You're back from Austin. How's it going? Yeah, it's good. Um, and thanks. Uh, so I did go out to Austin for a few days this week uh, for a work conference. Mm-hmm. But like with any good work conference, of course, you have a little time after the conference to find out what's going on in the city. Unfortunately, I wasn't in downtown, so it was a little removed from that. But mm-hmm. I, so I wasn't able to visit like a lot of the bars that I would have otherwise done. But Didn't I go wa- stumbling down Sixth Street. No, sadly, <laughs> I, I don't think that to... would really be either of our scenes anyway. So <laughs> maybe not. I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I always try to hit the rum places right but so i wasn't able to do that i was able to indulge in another favorite of mine which is barbecue brisket oh okay Uh, yeah perfect place to do it oh love brisket and uh, you know i'm like hey what better place to get get this stuff from so i was able to try a few different ones rudy's barbecue which was pretty good and terry black's which was also really good and those recommendations actually came from some rumcast listeners so big shout out and thank you to brian jennings and also mike hooker from the austin rum society who i was able to hang out with a little bit and so the interesting part of this is will have you ever heard of franklin's barbecue I think I have. Is that the place where like they they have like the super super long lines? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've heard yes. of it. So huge, like famous place for their right. briskets, particularly. There was like a, I don't know, like a forty-five day wait. Mike was telling me to to get in advance, uh, like a you forty-five can show up that day, day wait for brisket. Yes, but like if you're in a pre-order or whatever, so wow. you can go there and it's supposed to be a big experience. And actually, I guess there's a Rumcast listener who works at Franklin's as well. No way. So his name is Zach. Unfortunately, I didn't get to meet him because he was working, and I couldn't come during the day because at Franklin's, if you're not there by like I don't know twelve or one then right. they sell out yeah so yeah, yeah what was nice though and i really have to give a huge thanks and shout out is both to mike hooker and zach who made it happen they got me some brisket from franklin no way and i was able to hang out with mike unfortunately zach couldn't make it like i said but it was really awesome got some i mean the best brisket i think i've ever had in my life you got uh, the brisket sure. hookup that's yeah. unbelievable and we got to try some great rums there at Mike's house last that that night. That same uh-huh. night was was really fun. Got to taste through some things I hadn't tasted before. Had a great time. Uh, Any standouts? So, oh man, you know there was some interesting ones there. I got to try for the first time some of the Foursquare on topic here from okay. Bellier. Oh, uh, okay. The I'm, try, I'm struggling to remember. I was Triptych is the one that stood out for me. Gotcha. And that was a nice one. And then there was also the Colors of Rum series. Have you heard of this? I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a Guyana 2003 that he had just got in from California. So we tried that one. Also a very nice rum. Mike's so, always getting the good stuff from California. Right? That's I great. know. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's got the hookup there too. So it was well, nice to out, visit with him. Shout yeah. out to all of our Austin listeners extending so much hospitality John's way. That's, that's very nice. 
Yeah. So it was a good week. And, uh, you know, I'm excited now to to take some of that Foursquare high-end knowledge and couple that with what we're doing today. Yeah. Medium-end Foursquare. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm tempted to say low-end, but I, I feel like that that uh, that sounds bad. And I wouldn't describe any of these ROMs in a bad way. But Well, for sure, no. Basically, yeah. I think where this idea came from was most people's introduction to Foursquare, especially in the U.S., I feel like comes via the products below the ECS series. So the primary brands being obviously Foursquare's in-house Dooley's brand. They also have RL Seals, Old Brigand, Aline Arthur's special Barbados rum. And then there's also Real McCoy, which has mm-hmm. grown a lot, which is sourced at Foursquare. There's a surprising um, amount out there, right? I, yeah, yeah. You know. So there's there's all these rums that it's almost like a rite of passage to go through these as a rum enthusiast. And even after, you know, even after you've you've tried all these and you've had some ECS releases, a lot of these bottles are still ones that at least you know, in at, in my bar are always present. Obviously, not every single one of the ones we're going to try is always present in my bar, mm-hmm. but at least a couple of them usually are. And we've, we've talked about many of these rums before. Uh, you know, Dooley's has come up a bunch. RL Seals has come up a bunch. We I think you and I debated at one point which which was better between Dooley's 12 and RL Seal 10. That was yeah. a, that may have been on a bonus episode. I can't remember, but we disagreed there and, and there were, we got, we got some passionate feedback for, for both sides. So anyway, what we wanted to do, all of these rums are, we, we say $50 and under a couple of them are just a hair over 50. I think real McCoy 12 for this yeah. bottle. I think I paid about 52 for RL steel 12. I think I got it for 49 and using So after tax, it's over 50, but all the other ones are considerably under 50. So basically what we wanted to get to the bottom of is among this large group of closer to entry level four squares, which ones are truly the best value and the best way for us to determine that we decided was to do a blind tasting. So the goal of this Obviously, episode yeah. is to taste through all 10 of these. And I'll run down the list real quick, just so everyone has them. So from the Dooley's line, we will be doing Dooley's 5, 8, XO, and 12. RL Seal, we will be doing the 10 and the 12. Real McCoy will be doing the 5 and the 12. And then we'll also be doing Old Brigand and Ali and Arthur's special Barbados rum. So a few omissions there. We're not doing either of the, we're not doing Real McCoy 3 or Dooley's 3, which right. are which are aged, but they're filtered. So, you know, quote unquote white rums. Mm-hmm. We're omitting those and just focusing on the, the, the longer age stuff. And then the there are some other Dooley's releases and some other Real McCoy releases that are I think there's a, a 14 year of right. both of those. Mm-hmm. Real McCoy has also done some like special edition 12s. They have like a distiller's edition or something mm-hmm. like that. But mm-hmm. those are all well over the $50 price point. So And just harder sh- to find. Yeah. yeah, they're harder to yeah. find too. That was the other thing. We wanted to do mm-hmm. the ones that are fairly ubiquitous, particularly in the United States where we are. I know availability isn't the same everywhere. But so... We're really excited to just dive into these. Um, shout out to our wives, Samantha and Melissa, yes. who <laughs> assisted us in preparing these blind flights of Foursquare. And um, does does that cover most of it, John? What else, what else do we need to do? We need to cover. 
I think so. I think maybe talking about how we're rating them and how yeah. we're deciding is important. So I think what we were trying to accomplish is within this specific context, we were going to rate these and we'll do like a one through 10 kind of rating. We're not going to do any kind of structured format of huge like nose, you know, finish and, and palette and all that. The conversational. Right, right. But we will give them a rating because I think that's going to be key to us going back, especially with 10 rums, you know, right. it can get to be a lot. So how are we going to do that? But I think it's important for people to understand that that we're keeping if we give something a 10 here or a one here, we're not equating that to our grand scale, if such a thing exists, I'm not sure for me <laughs> of like, you know, what would be a 10 rum just in general. So right. yeah, I think that's it's, an important piece of how we're we're thinking about this and trying to group them. It's self contained to the exercise itself. So we were talking about this before we started recording, like what would be a 10. And I think to both of us, I think we're pretty aligned in this, but let me know if, if your viewpoint mm-hmm. is a little different. But we kind of see all of these rums as their peak, like the absolute peak for one of these rums is an affordable everyday sipper. Right. So something that you would be content to sip on its own, you know, it's probably not going to be as great as an ECS release or you know velier exactly. you know independent bottling that kind of thing but but you're not paying that price obviously. exactly you're, yeah. you're paying 50 dollars or less and you're getting something that really delivers on that everyday sipper like that's the ceiling of these releases and so if we say something's a 10 we mean that it is fulfilling its maximum potential as that type of rum it's right. not you know it's it, it's not like it's a 10 out of 10 of all the rums we've ever tasted that mm-hmm. kind of thing so mm-hmm. That's how we're looking at it. And part of the reason we're doing the rating is just because at the end of this, we want to walk away with like, what were our highest rated rums? So for example, you know, some of these rums are like 20 bucks. So if a $20 rum gets a 10 and a, you know, 40 or $50 rum gets a seven, like that would be pretty interesting. Significant. Yeah. 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 So we're going to keep track of these. We'll have individual scores. We'll have average scores and go from there. And we're also going to break this up into two heats. So, you know, tasting through 10 rums all at once is is doable, but it is, you know, you, especially when they're all from the same place. I was going to say the same. Yeah. Yeah. It it can get kind of, you know, tough, really distinguishing. So we're going to do five today. We're going to come back and record the second half a couple of days from now and then, you know, edit them together, obviously. But we do not know which five have been selected for this heat. We don't know which five will be selected for the next heat. It's all totally blind. We won't reveal them to ourselves until we've tasted all of them. Mm -hmm. We will, however, we are going to come back in and record which rum we're tasting. So when you're listening to this, or if you want to watch on video, ourselves from the future will be revealing the picks so you know which rums we're talking about in real time. Because we just thought it might get a little boring and confusing <laughs> if, right. uh, if, if the listeners out there don't get to you know understand which rum we're talking about in the moment. So with that out of the way, one more thing. you know, we, we I, I tried to eloquently sum up why we feel this this uh, these lines of rum are important. And I realized as I was saying it that someone has already done this much better than I ever could. And that is Lance Sewerage Bali in uh. his Key Rums of the World entry for Dew Release 12, which he has as one of the key rums of the world. I would agree with that. He has this paragraph talking about like basically these lower priced four squares and why they're so important. So I want to qu- quickly just read from Lance for a second because I think he really hits on what's special and significant and important about these rums. So here's what he has to say. In spite of their being eclipsed by the new hot snot four-square ECS and collaboration rums everyone froths over, 
In the last years, I've deliberately sought out these standard aged Bayesians multiple times just to get a grip on what makes them so unkillable. Because, like the Eldorados and low-rent Appletons, they sell gangbusters year in and year out, always come up for mention sooner or later, and everyone has either tried one, recommended one, been recommended one, or reviewed one. I mean everyone. Mm. Perhaps the key to their appeal is that in their own quiet way, they define not so much Barbados, although they do, but in a single operation, Foursquare. The Duralease 12 is, in my opinion, one of the foundation stones of much that came to prominence in the last few years. So he's talking specifically about Duralease 12 there at the end, but I feel like to an extent that applies to many of these releases. These these are the ways that so many people get to know Foursquare Distillery and Barbados rum in general. So yeah, and, and we should note, I believe all of these are kind of the Foursquare signature, a blend of pot and column rum to varying degrees. You know, that ratio is not going to be the same in all products. Most share the same cooperage, although we do know, you know, Dorley's XO has some sherry cask aged rum in it. It doesn't say on the bottle, but I've read from many different sources that Dorley's 12, that 10% of the blend is Madeira casks. Well, yeah, I think else I've is, seen that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything else is ex-bourbon. And Dorley's XO is sherry. Exactly. Right, yeah. right. Um, I believe all the rest are stand, standard ex-bourbon. And I, I placed the bottles, if you're look, watching on video, on the shelf behind me. And all the ones you see on the top shelf, Alien Arthur's, Old Brigand, the two RL Seals releases, those are actually all bottled. The, the, the additions that we have anyway are bottled above 40% ABV. So RL Seal 12 is actually 46% ABV. And the other three are 43% ABV. And also the Duralease 12 bottling that we have is 43% ABV. So all the others are 40%. So five rums that are above the standard 80 proof and five that are right but not by much proof. exactly mm-hmm. just a little, a little bump so yeah I, I just wanted to get out there you know some of the variations and obviously they're you know different age statements and things like that but so yeah i, I don't i'm excited should we take a, a quick break to catch our breaths yeah and then we'll we'll dive back in with the first drum Hey rum fans, looking for an easy way to stay informed about what's going on in the rum industry? If so, head over to therumlab.com where you can keep up with everything going on in the rum scene. From their detailed infographics that do a deep dive into individual rum expressions, to their weekly rum newsletter, to live streams with many of the most recognizable names in rum, there's always something new to learn. And you can find out more info on their annual rum events happening across the United States, including the Miami Rum Congress, New York Rum Fest, Chicago Rum Fest, LA Rum Fest, and the San Francisco Rum Fest. Visit therumlab.com and sign up today to receive their newsletter so you don't miss any of what's happening or what's coming up soon. That's therumlab.com. Now back to the show. So we're back and we're going to kick things off here with heat number one and five different rums from Foursquare Distillery. And uh, we'll we'll call them, I guess, rum one. Rum one. Rum one. And, and we'll, we'll stay on topic that way. I know we have to pause here to tell everybody what rum one is. So we can do that. And this rum is... RL Seal 
10. All right, there we go. Ourself, that was ourselves from the future revealing which drum this is, which we, we still don't know. So, I, by the way, have you noticed, does, does your room just kind of smell like Foursquare right now? Oh, like, absolutely. It's just I, Foursquare in the air here. It's great. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking, man, it's, you know, it's such a familiar smell. And, you know, it's one of my favorites, as, as we've talked about multiple times here. So no surprise there. But I, ju- I do love the just the the general smell that I'm getting right now from everything here from these five rooms. So I, I'm going to try to take in this first one here now and see. Really nice. This is a really nice nose. Like to me, I, I always worry with the, the the younger rums in in these lines that you won't get as much. And again, I have no idea which one this is. It could be one of the older ones. It could be one of the rum, younger. I would guess this one is older. Same here. I, the the color is is pretty nice. Yeah, I'm trying not to also. look too closely at the color because I've you know I don't want, you don't want to, any tip offs. <laughs> yeah, I don't want any tip offs, but. <laughs> Obviously, we can see it. We don't have the. Uh, have you have you seen the like black Glencairns? I've where, seen those. Yeah, yeah. that's that like would, hardcore, man. That would have been ideal. I'm using mostly Glens for this tasting, although I, some of mine were dirty, so I had to use these little yeah. tiny glasses. But those are good glasses. They provide a good nosing experience. All right, I'm just gonna dig right in. Yeah, love it. I'm gonna say most likely this is a 40 ABV, but I, this is the first one in the series. So let's let's see if I come back to that. Mm-hmm. But a super pleasurable experience. All the classic hallmarks of what I would expect from the Foursquare distillery. Right, you're getting lots of caramel, baking spice. Like I'm getting like deep barrel characteristics, like a deep char kind of, which makes me think this is hmm. older. I'm not getting that quite as much. But then again, I think I tend to just look for those char as my ideal experience mm. anyways. So it doesn't stick out to me as, as much in a particular way yeah a little bit of fruitiness a little coconut i would i would take that all day every day mm-hmm. really good i return to the nose i get i get a lot of that four square coconut actually yep i, I was gonna mention that also that coconut toasted coconut type of thing yep. so um, i kind of think this is above 80 proof i know you think? it, it maybe? may be a little hard to maybe once we compare it'll get that, easier, that's what i was gonna say right yeah, to me, I feel like it has something a little extra. Which again, I don't want to try to solve too specifically what each rum is. Right. I, you know, want my I want to just be primarily focused on the how much do I like this? Does it fulfill that role of everyday sipper? And I, I think this one does. And I think I would put it at a. I'm gonna go with a nine. I, I feel weird starting that high on the first one, but yeah. it's this is this is a really nice experience it's this is also kind of hard because it's like i don't want to use a 10 on the first one but maybe by the end of this i'll be like man that deserved a 10 but i'm gonna go ahead and and go with a nine right here i i think we reserve the right to go back a little bit later (laughs) and adjust amend yeah yeah and amend but i so i'm actually with you and i thought i was going to be the uh, sticking out because i was going to give it a nine Mm. and i thought you were going to be like what crazy so interesting that we both gave it a nine the the only thing that keeps this from a 10 for me is the finish is a little bit quick it's short a little quick a little flat and right that honestly to me though i think generally the the weakest part of mm-hmm. these rums is the finish you know you just you're you're not going to get that finish that goes on and on and 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 evolves in complexity and that sort of thing this one's pretty a pretty simple finish it doesn't evaporate right away like i've still you know you still got still some there. in there mm-hmm. so yeah 
Nine, a good way to start. I'm excited to see where and, this goes. And synced up, too. I mean, I know, yeah, you, I don't you know, like that. You're going to have to take my word for it, but, you know, I had a nine in my mind before you said it. <laughs> I so. believe you. I saw your face when I when I revealed my score. You mm. can give your score first for the next one. How about that? We'll, Sounds we'll like a good idea. We'll alternate. All right. Um, so on to rum number two, then? I had to get one more sip. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> All right. We should uh, mention, by the way, we're, we're, it's 9.15 a.m. for me right now. <laughs> we are committed. All you it all is, listeners. It's the weekend, though. This isn't, this isn't during a, the work week. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Rum number we'll two. So, let's, yeah. let's pause for everybody to know what rum number two is. Rum number two is Aline Arthur's Special Barbados Rum. All right. All right. Let's dig in. A decidedly different nose right off right off very different yeah hugely different wow and i already have a guess for this the, this to me is a much more subtle nose but it's it's not just giving you the same thing it it is subtle it's it's more of like a honeyed kind of of sweetness to it whereas the other one was more of kind of like a deep caramel sort of which makes mm-hmm. me think this is likely younger i don't know about that okay let's let me see maybe gonna, yeah maybe not yeah. Color is almost identical. Okay. For for those tracking at home, I know you're not looking as much. My eyes have been closed this entire time. I don't like this nose as much as I like the other one, but it's different enough that it's interesting. It's pretty damn good. Sweeter. I'm getting a lot more sweetness off of this than the last one. Not, not cloying, not overly sweet, very enjoyable. A little thinner. Maybe, see, to me, this would be an 80 proof. And maybe you're right. Maybe the other one was a 43 or a 46. I'm mixing proof and percentage, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> I definitely, this one is is more understated, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's, um, to me, I don't get as much of that deep barrel char characteristic. Right. But you know what I do get on this one? What's A that? longer finish than the first one. Hmm, I don't know that I do. I do. I get a longer finish and it's just sitting on my tongue. I, I, mind you, I'm not saying a long finish. I'm saying longer, longer. Than, mm-hmm. than rum one. There's almost more of like a bready, biscuity kind of quality that's a, to this that's one a to me. That's a good one. Biscuity or mm-hmm. doughy or something like that. Fresh baked bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm using the American biscuity here. So, <laughs> yeah, more of like a savory biscuit as opposed to like a cookie type right. thing. Right. Although maybe like a shortbread sort of. I could see that in there a little bit. Yeah. I get a little bit, just a tiny bit of that, what I call it must, Hmm. on this one. I did not get, I got zero of that on the last one. And I don't particularly enjoy that. Um, When you say that, so I'm getting something that in my mind, a lot of times I describe as sort of like a sawdust quality. Does that track with what you're describing when you say must? I never thought about it as sawdust because sawdust gets a little particular. I've had sawdust notes before. This one is... But, you know, everybody's experience is I'm slightly not, I'm different. I'm not saying, I like, believe, straight up sawdust. Yeah. A lot yeah. of times I get, like, straight up sawdust with a rum that is not has not aged long enough. Right. I'm not getting that, but it's something that's a little reminiscent of that. And I'm not saying this hasn't aged long enough. It's just, it, it, it you know, I, I feel like sometimes we just have words in our mind that capture yeah. something that's hard to describe. For me, another one of those is, this is going to sound gross, and I don't mean it as gross, but, like, sometimes I think of certain rums as hairy, and I don't know how to communicate what that is other than it has this. I, I get it in um, in Jamaicans a lot of the time. But anyway, I don't get that here. But I do get that kind of sawdusty quality. And 
Yeah, I think that's what it is, because when you put that word in my brain and I tasted it, I can see how you're, you're getting there. So to me, I call it a must. It's like when you walk into an old wooden building, okay, very old. Yeah, I think we're and, speaking toward the same yeah, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So my rating for this one, I'll give you, I'm going to I'm gonna go with a little less. I'm going to go with an eight. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go with a seven, actually, okay. for this one. So I'm going to record those here. I also have a guess for that one, but I, I don't want to reveal that guess until I'm a little more sure. Okay, okay. We can maybe come back and, and yeah. guess. Maybe after we taste through these yeah. first five, we can come back and, and guess what they are. That's a good um, idea. Yeah, I'm, the only thing I'll say now is I want to say that this one is younger than the other one. I definitely think that they are from different product lines. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think one of these is Dooley's 12 and one right. is Dooley's 5. I think... Right. Like one of these could be Dooley's and one of them could be, you know, Old Brigand or something like that or, or, or Real McCoy. So I think they're from different lines because they, they seem to have different flavor profiles. So although I, I suppose there is probably some diversity within the Dooley's line. I mean, we know they're using different cooperage for XO, for example, some different cooperage for 12, perhaps. So anyway, I, I think that I think that wraps it up for this one. All right. Do we want on to, to on to rum number three then rum number three? So we'll pause and say, this rum is Dooley's 5. All right, going in. Okay, I can say right away, considerably more subdued nose yes. for me. By far, like, the lightest and least less enjoyable. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You, you were dancing around it a little bit in a nice way, and I was just like, <laughs> nah, this one's not as good as the other two. Like, I, I get a lot of ethanol, basically. Yep. I, yeah. I'm not saying that's it. Like, you do get some... No, there's some other stuff. You get some sweet and and vanilla barrel characteristics, Mm but it's it's not as pronounced. Mm -hmm. By far, to me, this is the first one where I've been like, this nose is um, just judging by the nose. I wouldn't expect to have the best, most complex sipping experience. So we'll see how that lines up. So on the palate for me, this one is far more harsh than the others. It's not again not unenjoyable. It's still enjoyable, but the refinement from the last two versus this one, uh-huh. I, I I find a clear difference with. It, it's almost like the integration of the spirit here, and by that I just kind of mean how everything plays together, is less well-rounded. I wouldn't say I get harsh. I wouldn't describe this as harsher than the others. I definitely think this one is 80 proof, but by far the least complex of the three so yeah, far. For sure. There's just not much to grab onto. It's a little bit thin. Even its sweetness almost leaves like a... You know like when you have a, a, a diet Coke or something with an artificial sweetener as Coke opposed zero. to natural? Mm-hmm. It has mm-hmm. that kind of you know weird Saccharin. aftertaste where it doesn't quite sit right with me. That's why I've never... I've, like I can't... I don't drink soda anyway, but... I, I could never do like the diet, you know, zero sugar, whatever. Just that artificial sweetener taste always didn't sit right with me. And I get like, that's like the kind of sweetness I get with this rum. One thing I will say about this one is it feels a slightly more viscous than the others for me. Just slightly, but I'm picking up on it. It's got a, a the mouthfeel is a little heavier than the others. Hmm. Or at least than the last one. It it starts to get harder as you kind of taste through things to remember the ones that were previous. Right. But so I'll give it that. 
I do get something that's almost like a wine cask influence, but I don't know if, if I'm just searching for something to grasp onto or if it's actually there. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm not. I'm not getting that one. Although I do think it has some thick legs. So that I, I be, never. I never look at legs. I usually I think we, don't. I think we talked about this before. Yeah. Like we've talked about. I, I know you look at color pretty frequently, I and I, I almost never do. I like, I'll, no, I'll notice if something is is super dark or super pale, but right. in between, I, I I never really kind of note the difference that much. I would give this one the same color as the other two, by the way, which is why I didn't really note it at this point. Mm. The color is so consistent across the three of these. But the legs, I don't usually pay attention to legs. Like, I'm not critically evaluating when I drink and looking at the legs as a lot of sommeliers would, maybe. But in this case, when they're so similar, I'm trying to look for things to differentiate. Sure. And I do see that this one has slightly thicker legs than the others. But it's, it's a minor difference. All right, you ready with your rating on this? Yeah, and I will say, you know, my initial reaction, I think the first sip felt a little thin to me, but as I drank more, it that kind of went away, and, and you described yeah. it as more viscous, and, and maybe yeah. you just incepted me, but it does have kind of a, a richer mouthfeel initially by now than it did when I first tasted. Um, I'm going to give this one a six. Okay, I'm going with five. Okay, a little little low. I, I mean, it's not bad. It's just I enjoyed the other two much more. All right, yeah. Yeah. So, so far, our composite averages, our first one we agreed that was a nine. Our second one is a seven and a half. And this one is a five and a half. So, a pretty big step down from the first one for sure. All right. All right. So I'm gonna rum reach number four. For rum number four. We got to throw that rum number four, like an award show or something. This rum is <laughs> Old Brigand. Whoa. Wow. Okay, wow. I just got like punched in the face with that toasted coconut note from this yeah. one. Just like... It really sticks out. Yeah. Huge. That's and more And more tropical. I'm yeah. getting tropical for sure in addition. Like pineapple rind or something along those lines yeah I, I this this to me i can already tell is the most interesting nose so far and i mean i can't i feel like i was maybe a little over the top but i, I can't state enough how much that toasted coconut note just absolutely punched me in the face with this one like that note in this one jumps out on the nose more so than any note on any of the other noses jumped mm. out at me Interestingly, I do get the toasted coconut, but I'm also getting equally like a honeydew or a melon. I'm having trouble picking that up. I think um, I love coconut so much that my brain gets that and just like latches onto it. <laughs> so I'm looking for other stuff, but it it comes and goes. I do it's get so a little of that pineapple that you mentioned. Okay, maybe it's it's in there, like especially a rind, but mm. it's less sweet, so it's not honeydew. It's more cantaloupe. Okay. Yeah. Pineapple right. rind, cantaloupe rind, that kind of thing. I'm okay, jump let's go into for this. It. Pretty great. The fruitiest, I think, palate oh, yeah. of all of oh, yeah. them for me. A- and actually quite enjoy the finish on this one. This is my favorite finish so far, just from one sip. It stays around longer for me. Oh yeah. I'm getting waves. This one, I think, it sort of combines some of the things I've liked from all of them yeah, that's into a good mm-hmm. the best package so far. So I get the coconut. 
I get it, it has that kind of honeyed sweetness that I enjoy. And then I, I do get those layers of, of fruit, like soft fruit, you know, pineapple. Um, this is higher proof for me. This is 43 or 46, probably 46. You know, I think flavor wise, it seems like the most robust, which makes me want to say it's it's higher proof. But alcohol wise, mm-hmm. heat wise, it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like the highest to me. I think the, the alcohol is really well integrated it makes me think that it's a 43%, but I wouldn't be shocked to learn it was 46. I would be surprised if it's 80 proof. If it's 80 proof, I'm going to be like, wow, that I would pulled agree. off something really interesting here. Yeah. It's bolder. This yeah. is like, if you have like coffee setting, you have normal and bold. This is bold. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I, I tend to enjoy. And that's the kind of coffee that I usually like. Is bold always like a darker roast? I, you know, it's marketing terms and all that stuff. Um, but I think bold just means stronger flavor. Okay. So which it doesn't be... equate, which doesn't equate with dark roast. I, I'm a total coffee idiot, but right. I, I, I feel like the the coffee enthusiasts, like the people who are into coffee, like we're into rum, I feel like they gravitate to like the light roast. I feel like that's the, really? the thing to do. I, I could be totally wrong, but to me, that's like, that's like, you know, we gravitate to like the cask strength stuff. I, yeah. I think that that light roast is the cask strength of coffee. <laughs> well, I know it is caffeine wise. Uh, caffeine, there's more, which is antithetical to what you would think. Dark roaster feels like for some reason it should have more caffeine, mm. but light roast has more caffeine. Yeah. Um, We're probably, please coffee people, email us and tell us everything yes. we got wrong there. Yeah. I, I, Co- yeah. Coffee is one of those things where I know I could be a total coffee nerd to the same degree I'm a rum nerd, but the problem is that caffeine really fucks me up, um, oh. and I actually completely cut it out of everything mm. um, wow. almost a year and a half ago. It was, it was basically the new year of 2022. Well, I was a one cup of one cup of coffee a day guy. I miss it. I really enjoy coffee, but um, yeah, caffeine just it. it it's not good for me. So, <laughs> uh, me and caffeine are good buddies. <laughs> if I don't have caffeine in my system, something's wrong. How many? How many? How much caffeine in a day do you typically have? Like, how many cups of coffee? One to two. Okay, uh, depends on the day. This week, more than more than one for sure. Um, but uh, then also, I do drink soda. Sometimes it's Coke Zero. Sometimes it's regular Coke. I don't do Diet Coke. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, caffeine is is pretty integral to my daily existence. Um, <laughs> And I do prefer dark roast, so I guess I buck the trend if you're right, Will. Most people like that are rum geeks like light roast. I like dark roast. No, I not like rum geeks. Smoky people flavors. who are coffee geeks is what I'm oh, talking about. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. That's what I, I, I misunderstood. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, my, my horrific stretched analogy probably just didn't translate well. I'm ready. Okay. Did you rate the last one first? Should I reveal my rating? You go first. Okay. This, this is the 10 for me to dispense with a 10. I'm going to go 10 as well. Uh, I was at nine and a half to 10. (laughs) I hate going after you and giving the same rating, but it's going to be hard to top this, I think. I know. Yeah, I keep keep going back and just like smiling at the nose on this. And it's funny because part of me wonders if I would have been as enthusiastic about this nose if I had just had this one and and it wasn't part of this comparison tasting. Well, that's um, why context matters, right? And everything context is so important. When you go to a bar and you get things poured, the quality of your experience and all those other ways factors into your enjoyment, right? So 
we're just trying to isolate the spirit here, obviously, but you have to give it something around it to make sense. Mm -hmm. In this context, I agree with you. If I bought this bottle for 50-ish dollars or less, I would be ecstatic. It's that good. So (laughs) It's going to be so funny if this is like, uh ali and arthur's you know yeah. just like <laughs> i would run like out and buy three bottles less than twenty dollars <laughs> um yeah. yeah wow i'm super interested to know what these are now it's going to be really entertaining to find out <laughs> all right should we move on to the last one of heat let's do it heat number one Dooley's eight. Ugh. okay what the hell what Ugh. the hell I really, really don't like this one so far. Oh, I had the exact opposite reaction. Really? No way. <laughs> so no I was saying, what the hell? Because it reminded me so much of the one we just tried. No, 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 no. Your glass is failing you or something. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad we're hitting disagreement on something. I'm still getting a lot of that toasted coconut, but I'm getting like more chocolate is coming in there. It's almost like it's like a Mounds bar sort of. I actually do get the chocolate. The baking chocolate is there. You're right about that. But the toasted coconut note, it's there, but it's like a toasted coconut that's been on the side of the road for 10 days. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas the other one was like nice and, you know, like curated and like this one just feels like it's been, I don't know. Wow. Just neglected, neglected toasted coconut. Someone toasted it and... Ugh, not not a fan. Wow. So I get I get some of the toasted coconut. I get some of that like dark chocolate I was talking about, and then I also get like a rubberiness. Maybe you said toasted coconut on the side of the road. Maybe it got kind of run over. Yeah, it's, like, it's roadkill I, coconut. And rubberiness is not one that I really enjoy, as you know from mm. my caroni or caroni type of tastings. <laughs> yeah, mm. I also get like um like a brown butter quality a little bit. I can see that. That's a good note. Okay, I will give it this. I like the taste and the palate much okay. more than I like the nose. Very similar in a lot of ways to what we've already said. I know this is the fifth one, so you know maybe I need to take a sip of water here and try to reset my my palate a little. This is why we're breaking it up. I don't think I don't find this nose to be powerful or alluring. I, I know I've already said I don't like it, but even it's thin. It's it's not pulling out the right notes for huh. me. I see. I, this is our first big disagreement. I also think. To me, this this tastes like an eighty proof. Yes, but it's a it's a. I get that viscosity, like it has a thickness to it. It doesn't come off as thin to me. I get spicy here. Actually, I'm getting more spice in this one than I've gotten in the previous four. There was one that came close. I think it was number three. I do. I get that on the finish. Um, when yep. it comes in, it's yep. a little bit muted, and then as it evolves, you get kind of those like pops of the spice. Yep, I would agree with that. I will say. I, I think I enjoy the nose more than the palate. Like all of those things I was pointing out on the nose, they don't they don't come through crystal clear on the palate. Like I'm able to kind of differentiate them on the nose. It's almost mm. like you know when you listen to a song and it's just like each instrument has its own space. Like you can you can hear like every yeah. every every uh, click on the hi hat and like mm-hmm. the like everything's coming through clear. Like the bass yeah. is sitting over here doing something interesting. The guitar is over here doing something. Like it's all you can all of the parts are defined and coming together. Yeah, I have that on the nose and on the palate. It's more like a wash sort hmm. of. Like hmm. those things aren't coming through as distinct. They're not playing off one another. I will say, for what I believe is a 40, 40 ABV, the finish is decent. 
like you said, that spice pop is there. Overall, I, I like it. It's, it's fine. Just, it, it's a it's a little bit of a letdown from the nose for me. It sounds like the nose was also a letdown for you. So we'll probably disagree here. But do you want? Are you ready to give to give your rating for this one? Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I hesitate to give it the same rating as I've given something before. But as we said, we're going to reserve the right to come back and change these a little bit. Just a tiny bit. I'm going to go with five. Wow. I don't think it's terrible, but I don't (laughs) think it's great. Okay. This one for me is a seven and a half. Okay. So I'm doing our first half. We have none of us have done a half yet. Yeah. Okay. I I might change one of those because I think it was three that I gave a five. Can you tell me? You did. Yeah. Three, you gave a five. I had to revisit those and see now. Yeah. See, for me, I gave two. I gave round number two a seven, and I gave this one. So in like in my memory, this one to me, I would prefer a little bit over rum number two. You gave that one an eight. I gave it a seven, and now I'm giving rum number five a seven and a half. So I feel like that's where we're furthest apart is our judgments of rums two and five, probably, which kind of makes me want to compare them right now. Can are, are we allowed to do that? I still I know which one is two and I know which one is five. I have them right here. I didn't finish them. I, I was already moving forward and comparing three and five. So yes, <laughs> go for it. Yeah, that. okay. I, I'm trying to place five is what I think the same thing you're doing is by going back and revisiting some of these. Where is five in that? Wow, it's like when I revisit this two rum number two nose, it's really nice actually. <laughs> it's more Sometimes of like it a, needs to sit in the glass, right? It's more of like yeah. a like um you know whoppers the yes. malted chocolate balls yeah. it's kind of like i get some of that on the nose for two yeah that that's along that biscuity like note that you were saying okay that, i know yeah, it's I different but mm-hmm. yeah all right i'm yeah I'm doing... and rum number five in comparison to that is like deeper you know i get the chocolatey note out of five that i don't get from any of the other ones mm-hmm. but i will say this just to go slightly off topic really quick I mentioned the Guyana 2003 that I tried in the intro. The one thing I'm noticing, Will, and this is like heresy maybe for a lot of people, I'm not as much of a Guyana rum fan, DL wow. product fan. This is, some, this is a big admission. I'm, I, you know, I'm proud of you for feeling comfortable enough to not only share this with me, but share it with the listeners. Well, I'm, I'm five rums in, so maybe that helps. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's... I, I mean, look, I can tell a good spirit, a well-made spirit, but for my palate, it right. is, I would far prefer Jamaica, Barbados, not your jam. and many others. Right. And I feel bad about that because so many people love Guyana, but even the really best pinnacle of Guyana, I don't enjoy as much. All right, back to well, the Well, no, topic no, no, I want, I want to stay yeah. on that for a little bit. Okay. I mean, what, what is this podcast for, if not for tangents? Um, That's fair. So, you know, the Raising Glasses Moongazer rum. My least favorite of theirs. Yeah, you and I disagreed yeah. on that one. I enjoyed it. You really didn't like it. I had a, a buddy of mine who's a distiller come over, loves rum. He tried that and he was like not into it. And he was basically like, there's a little too much like vomity stuff going on <laughs> for me. So that's just to say, like, you're not you're not alone. Like it's okay. it's it's fine to and you know, I know you're not talking about all Guyanese rums like you've had ones that you enjoy of course Um, and I have many in my bar yeah exactly yeah so you know it's not out of bounds it's one of the coolest distilleries on the planet you know amazing heritage and so I was just about to say the amount of diversity there is you know not not paralleled by many yeah so it's like I'll think a little less of you but I won't (laughs) 
<laughs> like completely hold it against you, you know. That's fair. That's fair. You're still wrong about Hampton, you know, as well versus Worthy Park. I was about to say, just like I think a little less of you because of doing Worthy Park over Hampton. Um, Yeah. There's room for all of us, and I do enjoy a lot of the Guyanese rums, just not as much as the other stuff. It's a big tent. It is a big tent. You're right. All right. Are you adjusting anything on two and five right now? Nope. I don't think I am. I'm going to adjust five, if you can. I'm going to put it down to a four. Wow. I'm grading it further. Back to back, three is better. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't go back to three. Now that makes me kind of want to look into three. Yeah, I, I know we said this in the outset, but just to be clear, when I'm giving this a four, I'm not saying this is below average in terms of all rum or anything like that right. or that it's bad. What I'm trying to do here is in the five rums that we've tried, it is definitely my least favorite and below the average of those five. Um, so I'll be interested to see what it actually is because it, it's pretty clear and evident to me. And then the rest of them are closer, I think. Man, we had two standouts. I gotta say, I just far be it for me to call someone wrong, but I feel like you're dead wrong about three being lower than five. Three <sighs> to me is is almost. I almost want to lower my score for three. I actually am. I had that as a six. You see, I'm taking it down to a five. Okay. So we have the same score now for three, but I'm keeping, I'm keeping round number five at seven and a half. Well, you know, you can be a half right and uh, and half wrong. We can't all have taste is what I like to say. All right. I think that's, yeah. heat, Heat number one is complete. I'm really looking forward to heat number two. This was fascinating in and of itself. I'm frustrated that I don't get to find out what these are until a few days from now when we're going to come back and do heat number two. Oh, should um, we make a guess, venture a guess at any of these? Do you have oh a solid man. guess? So I feel like I think rum number one and rum number four, I feel pretty confident in saying that they're on the older side. Yeah. So I want to say that those are either real McCoy 12 Dorley's 12 or RL Steel 12 is what I'm going to say for one and four. And I think five might be one of those as well. Or or five, maybe, maybe Dorley's eight, maybe RL Steel 10 could be number five. That's, that, that's how I feel. What about you? I'm with you in one and four being older and slightly higher ABV. I think four gives me the RL Seal 12 or Dorley's 12 vibe. One of those, probably the RL, because I think it's a higher proof. So yeah, twelve I'm is go 40, with that. It, Twelve is is uh, forty six ABV, ninety two right. proof. Yeah, right. Number two, I'm going to venture a guess. I think is one of the wine cask influence. Ah, interesting. I just I'm getting something so different, especially on the nose. You said number two. I, number two, yeah. Okay. That I just I really would I, I I'm super interested to know what this is, and it's going to be hard to wait these few days. But I feel like there's something different there. So I really want to know. Also, just a side note, Real McCoy, I've never thought of it as a bad rum, but I don't enjoy it as much as the other offerings from Foursquare in the past. Okay. So just giving you that context. It'll be interesting to see if that's consistent. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And some context I'll give for myself is historically I have been a... And actually, this is the first time I've had a bottle of RL Steel 12. Okay. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where that sits. But we had a big discussion a while back uh, about RL Seal 10 versus Dorley's 12. 
and I said I liked RL Steel 10 better than Dorley's 12, which again was kind of my my hot take. So it'll be interesting to see if this if, you still, if that is yeah. actually consistent with yeah. <laughs> with the results from this. But yep. um, all right, we'll wrap this up and we'll come back with heat number two right now, actually. All right, so by the magic of the internet, we're back with Heat 2 here. And uh, we have five new glasses here in front of us, neither of which know what these are. So we're just going to get right into these and keep going on with this exercise and see how these stack up to Heat 1. Will, do you want to start us? Yeah. Yeah, this is rum number six. So we'll go ahead and say this rum is RL Seal 12. Okay, now we're just going to dive right in so this is like a a very balanced nose to me i'm not finding any flaws in this at all this is almost i I might say that if i were going to introduce someone to foursquare and you know i've had a budget to work with this might be one of the first rums i point them to just nose wise i feel like it, it, it it contains a lot of the elements there's some complexity i'm getting a lot of like um there, there is a little bit of fruit, but also a lot of like almond, like kind of like, you know, a lot of baking spices. Yeah. Cookie crumbles. I get, yeah. I, I get very balanced as well, but I don't know that I'm getting as much complexity as you. Um, it almost I like feel strawberries like, or something, hmm. which I feel like I haven't noticed in um, in the other ones we've done. Yeah, I, 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 I get that. I'm not sure strawberries the note, but I, I smell what you're smelling. So I'm I'm, I'm 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 trying to say like I'm I'm picking up what this is putting down. I like it. <laughs> I like it, but I still feel like it's fairly like standard would be the right word because basic would make it sound negative. It doesn't. It's not negative. Standard. Yeah. Very good. It's following through for me though. Like the palette is delivering. This is certainly not an eighty proof rum. I should avoid saying statements like this is certainly because they're gonna make me sound I was really gonna say, like. I- extra stupid if i'm wrong but <laughs> I, I think it might be you think it's 80 proof i i think it might be 80 proof interesting i feel like it definitely isn't well it's the first one in this heat so let me let me the first one's always a little, little tricky yes yeah. so let me reserve judgment but i i don't feel like it's delivering a lot of strong it does have a decent finish so i'll give you that and that helps to determine strength sometimes yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm. It's. It's. It's following. You know, I don't want to be too repetitive with tasting notes and stuff because that'll get old. But it's just. It's delivering what the the promise of the nose is being fulfilled, and I enjoyed the nose. So yeah, you, you know how sometimes a nose doesn't necessarily match mm-hmm. the palate. This one does. Mm-hmm. This one feels like it's cohesive. Yeah. All right, I'm ready with with a rating on this. All right, you go ahead and you deliver the first rating. I'll do the next one first. Uh, seven point five. Okay, that's pretty close. So, I was at an eight, so okay. I'm going to stick with that, which that yeah. would be my third highest score so far. A seven and a half from you would be your fourth highest score. All right, so we move on to rum seven here. Rum number seven. Rum seven is... Real McCoy, five. Okay, and let's nose it. Ooh, super different for me. Yeah, there is a almost like a sharpness to this. Yeah. And much simpler. Back to the the mothballs or musty something in there I'm getting. Yeah. The, the, I, there was one in the first heat where we were both just like, okay, wow, this is, you know, 
way less complex than the others. And I I think I noted ethanol and I'm getting kind of a similar thing from this. So I wouldn't be surprised. My expectation would be based on the experience I'm having that that earlier rum, which was I think it was rum three, if I'm remembering correctly. And this one, Mm. I would guess maybe two of the younger ones. That would just be my expectation. Yeah. Sometimes it fools you, though. It, oh, of course. It, I, yeah. I've been fooled in, well, I was going to say, in the sense of, like, sometimes it, you think it might just be a younger rum, or other times it can be due to the cooperage. Sure. And, and like, a barrel that is less quality or is maybe more spent. That can sometimes fool you into thinking, at least fool me, into thinking that also. This is very, very one, like, I just basically get vanilla is... And like yeah. a little bit of oak. There's just not much going on on the nose. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take I a sip. I, I just took a sip, and I will say I feel like this one is also thinner. Yeah, that's pretty flat. This feels like a $20 rum to me. Or- <laughs> yeah. And not a bad $20 rum, but no, nonetheless, I mean, way a $20 worse rum. out there. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad, but yeah, like you said, kind of one note. Doesn't do anything to stand out in any way, in either a good way or a bad way. And just kind of like, yeah. you know, it's like thick oak water. Thick oak water. I like it. <laughs> it sounds like a new brand. Thick oak water. A, a terrible brand. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good brand. I, I, don't, I don't even, I think thick is being kind, though. I feel like this is Well, I'm saying com- water. compared to water, it's thick, <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> I actually, like, I in terms of, you know, what we're dinging it for, the, like, the... The mouthfeel, the viscosity to me, like it, it doesn't drink super thin, like based on the flavor profile. Yeah. I would expect it to be thinner than it is. So I, it's not the agree. most robust of what we've had, but it's not like, oh my gosh, this just, you know, goes nowhere, evaporates in my mouth. Well, on, on repeated sips, it does build a little. So I, I will give it that as you go back in for a couple more sips, mm-hmm. there's more going on i think you mentioned one in heat one that was similar to that and i'm finding that right now it's less thin and on my initial sip or sorry it's thinner on my initial sip than it Mm -hmm. is now all right you going first this time yeah i'm gonna give this one a four and a half yeah i'm pretty close um i'm gonna go with five though all right we've got three left in this and that's it okay rum eight rum eight rum eight is Dooley's XO. I immediately like this nose is my favorite so far in this heat. Wow, really interesting. Yeah. I, I would have this pretty firmly behind six. Well, it's it's not super present. It's not uh, jumping out at you. No. But what is there is is nice. Actually, it's a it's a good bit less than the, the last one I just went back to. So in terms of just overall... The palette brings a little bit more. This one, it's a step up from rum number seven, for sure for me. But it's it's not at the level of rum six. Yeah, same thing. I still feel like this one is fairly on the weak side. But what is there is good. I think I like it better than rum seven. I'd have the, to go back to rum six. Yep. Kind of the the initial sweetness it delivers is, I wanted to say it's a stronger sweetness, but I almost feel like that sounds like a bad thing. But it's it's just, a, it's got a little bit more complexity, like a nuttiness kind of that goes with the yes. sweet. 
And um, you just pulled it right out. I was going to say the same thing. There's yeah. sort of a nuttiness. And I actually quite like that. Yeah, it's nice. This this one is growing on me, like, rapidly with sips here. Almost like a little it's bit not, of a Sharpie quality I'm getting, too. Hmm. I was going to say it's not super complex either, but it's not one note. Yeah, it, it almost like my expectation would be this would be a mid-range rum mm-hmm. in one of these lines. Mm-hmm. So... Now I'm trying to analyze the proof. I'm going with higher than 40 on this one. I think it's 43 or 46. I I, I might be going 43 as well, which is throwing me slightly because I was starting to think maybe this was like Dorley's eight or something, mm-hmm. you know, kind of in the middle. I get like a just like a strong kind of cinnamon note that I get as well. Yep, that's that's there also, and and a a better finish than the last. Mm-hmm. I've almost got none left in my glass of this one, and that's saying something. <laughs> it's growing on me. Yeah, it's growing. It's it's definitely it's subtler, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. So I'm what's go, your? Uh, are you ready I'm for your go, score? Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna jump right in and say I'm gonna go eight and a half. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. All right, I'm gonna go seven and a half on this one. I was floating into eight. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's just a slight more something there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm starting. I'm starting to kind of see where my scores are clustering around, and I've got I have two seven and a halfs and one seven and an eight. So it, it, yeah. it, it's almost like you know this is kind of the expectation I had was that most of these rums would be in that seven eight range in terms of quality of everyday sipping experience right right. there's a there's a few outliers in terms of i have a four and a half out of five and and yours are pretty similar to me Mm -hmm. you know we we differ on some of the rums but in terms of just average score pretty close i would say all right we got two more yep rum Rum number number nine nine. number nine dorley's 12 that's different i'm getting almost nothing really yes Almost nothing in this glass for me. This one's on really the fruitier, struggling. The fruitier struggling to, to find it. Hmm. Like kind of uh, raspberries, I would say. No, I'm getting ethanol. Not a whole lot. Similar to rum number seven. I'm getting that's so, that's so funny because I feel like I'm getting more and more. Maybe I'm just you know hoping that these last two will be uh, a great finish. Ethanol. It's not doing anything wrong. It's just hard to find for me. It's not me. It's you, is what you're saying. <laughs> or no, it's it's not you. It's me is the classic breakup line, right? Definitely one of those two. Hmm. <laughs> okay. So this is one of the sweeter ones I've had. I'm getting a lot of sweetness out of this. Definitely on the sweeter side. I think... My first sip is screaming 80 proof at me. Yeah, maybe. Uh, now, I feel like my initial uh, reaction to this is to say this is a wine cask finish or I, I was about to influence. say, I wonder, I wonder if this is the XO. Yeah. Which we actually, we posted a, a picture on Patreon of the, the, the lineup of rums, not in order, just a, a picture of all the bottles and asked people to to guess you know we said we're doing a blind tasting which rums you know what do you think will come out on top and mm-hmm. overwhelmingly 
Duralees XO was the the top guess. Um, there were also some Duralees twelves in there. Yeah, a few and a few real McCoy twelves, a few RL seal tens or twelves, but XO and and that matches my experience of just everyday conversation with rum enthusiasts is mm. XO tends to be the perennial favorite of the line, which I always had a little bit trouble relating to because I never liked it as much as I liked Duralees twelve mm-hmm. um, or RL seal ten and. Mm. Um, yeah, so I was always a little bit more down on Dooley's XO than the average. Well, I think despite the nose for me, this one is really delivering on the palate, and I'm really enjoying it. It's also nice when you're when you're tasting, you know, ten rums, and one sticks out in a different way. It can be it has that effect of newness or difference. Yeah. Novelty. And sometimes, right, novelty is a good word, yeah. And so sometimes that can affect the way that you're ranking it because of its context. Sure, that's but a good point. Certainly for me, this one is bringing something different than I've had in the others that I'm really enjoying about it. Now, now I'm sitting here searching like, can I find Sherry in this? And my brain is saying, yes, you are yeah. detecting Sherry in this. Uh, absolutely. So, yeah, I don't know. I. Part of me really wants to say this is the XO, which I, I think I, I would, would agree. not be surprised at all if I were wrong. But something in here is 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 screaming that at me. I'm going to agree with you, and I do think it's the Dorley's XO, which we we really haven't gone out of our way to say, oh, this one is that one, or this one is that mm. one, because most of them have such a similar feel to them, or similar cooperage and similar type of profile. But this one sticks out enough that I feel confident in venturing a guess, just like you, I'm presuming. So. Well, and we're actually and syncing up. Yeah. I'll say whatever this is, if it is the XO, I feel like I owe it a little bit of an apology because I actually I don't know that I do because I, I still wouldn't have this as my top rated one of all of yeah. these. But I do yeah. think this is very good, especially for the fact or <laughs> not the fact, but my guess <laughs> that it is 80 proof. It yeah. brings a lot to the table. You XO it that <laughs> <laughs> I XO it. <laughs> regardless what it is, even if it's not the XO. I mean, I'm going to be like it. disappointed now if it's not the XO. But, yeah, uh, I'm just going to yeah. go back and edit all of this out because we'll just, we'll sound too wrong. <laughs> we'll look like so, idiots. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I am going to give this one a nine, actually. Oh, you stole it from me. That's <laughs> Come not on. I was going to give it a man. nine. I was going to give it a nine. I, I would give it a 10, but again, I struggled to find a good nose on it to begin mm. the so. nose wasn't the, the problem for me it's more just i'm uh, i'm comparing it to the experience i had with rum number four which was the one that we both gave tens yeah um yeah this is the second time we've aligned on a score of nine hmm. so well that might means we're either really right about some <laughs> things or really freaking wrong hey there's no right or wrong in this except you know when we try to guess the actual rum so yeah all right Let's close it out here. Rum 10. I can't wait for the reveal. I'm ready to just burn through this rum. Okay. <laughs> rum 10 is... Real McCoy 12. Yeah. Liking it. <laughs> Liking it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of the best noses so far, bar none. Yeah, this is, this is nice. Uh, yeah. Th- this could be... I know it's not because we don't have an ECS in there, but this is giving me that hallmark wow. of, of like really fucking good. Just nose, just on yeah, the nose. You know, right? if I were, 
if, if I had known nothing about this going in and someone had told me this was an ECS release, I maybe could have bought that this was one of the like the red letter releases, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that are right. lower, lower proof, like 48, proof. 46, yes. less expensive. This is so nice. So nice. E- everything I love about Barbados rum is in this glass so far. No, no discredit to any of the others, because again, it's not <laughs> as if they didn't do anything right, but this is just the hallmark I've come to expect. Yeah, it's very Foursquare. I'm actually I'm getting some similar kind of berry vibes that I got from the, mm-hmm. the previous one, but I'm also getting some of that toasted coconut that we love so much. It's not it's not a right. coconut bomb like rum number four was, mm-hmm. but it's it's definitely there. And you're getting those layers of wood, so all the vanilla, you know, the the oak spice. It's a really well put together nose. Yes. Amen. I'm going in. Hallelujah. This is it for me. I can hear the the ten. Yeah, I mean, it sounds no like it's going to be a ten from you. Yeah. I need uh, to spend I'm, a little more time with it. Okay, I'm struggling to find anything wrong. I get great oak influence. Really well balanced. You get some fruitiness. I've got waves of flavor coming in. I yeah, mean, it does. This it, is, it, it builds. It comes in waves. It sticks around. Yeah, I was going to say nice nice finish. It's not overly long, but I feel it You know, all the way kind of down my throat. So yeah, this I, also I, feels like a higher ABV maybe. Yeah, I definitely yeah. think it's 43 or 46. Right. I get a lot of bottom end on the on the finish. I say bottom end like um, it's more of a music term, but tuba, <laughs> yeah, bass. Um, you know, it, it's kind of those 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 deeper barrel char, a little bit of bitterness, but not an unpleasant bitterness. As a former bourbonite, this is what I was looking for in bourbon so far. You know, like these these kind of notes when you were crossing over, yes, and not finding them enough, and this was what I was missing. And not and let me make sure. I mean, people should know if they're if you're listening all this time in, you already know that I'm not saying this is like bourbon like. <laughs> it's not. But there's like some of that influence of what you look for in a good bourbon with the barrel, the vanillas, those things that those things that are in common with some aged rums. Well, I would say this feels like very like cask driven flavor. Exactly. And that that's a better way of saying it. That yes. I would say is a big element of of bourbon. Yep. So maybe that's where those similarities come into play. All right, 10. It is what it is. This is a 10 for me. I'm going to go 9.5 for that one. You just want to be different. No, I just, it's, you know, (laughs) I feel like I should only have, well, I'm not just doing this because I want to have only one 10, but, Mm. and it's tough because we did round number four in the first heat. Yeah, but I just remember reacting so strongly to that rum and mm. having like a real wow experience with it, and yeah. I I did I, I this one was impressive, but it, it wasn't quite at the same level. But I did enjoy this more than rum number nine, so I feel comfortable putting it ahead there at a nine and a half. All right, I'm gonna go ahead. Just give me a second to average our scores. Mm-hmm. So this is interesting. Do you can you guess what your average overall score given taking seven the average of all all 10 of your 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 picks? I'm saying seven and a half. You're off by one tenth. Seven point really? six was your average. Okay. My average was seven point seven. <laughs> really? That's <laughs> yeah. unexpected. So I feel like that's uh that's pretty annoying. 
I was hoping we'd have a little bit more difference of opinion. We did have some... Our biggest difference of opinion was round number five, which I gave a seven and a half, and you gave a four. Mm. So... Other than wow, that, that is a big difference. Yeah. Other than that, we were always within one point or less of one another. I mean, we know our shit. It is what it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, should we do the official reveal? I, I can't wait. Yes. As you reveal each, can you uh, give our composite score and our our own scores as yes. you go through them? Okay. I'm having Samantha text me. <laughs> the reveals now. I just quickly tasted through all five in Heat 2 to just mm-hmm. kind of confirm. Four, 9 and 10 were definitely the best of this Heat. Okay. Reveal time? Reveal time. All right. So you all who were listening knew when we were going through these what they were, but we did not. Yeah. So Okay. So the first Heat, rum number one, which we gave, we both give a nine. RL wow. Seal ten. Okay, all right. Not, not surprisingly, me because I've yeah. always really enjoyed that rum. I also enjoy that one. Yeah. Okay, so that's tracking. Rum number two, which I gave a seven and you gave an eight. Well, you should fill them in as we go. Well, then the I got to type. I got to type. Oh, you know? okay. 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 I, right. I, can, I don't want to make things complicated. I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> all right. Rum number two, I gave a seven. You gave an eight. Ali and Arthur's special wow. Barbados rum, a oh, really wow. inexpensive wow. rum. <laughs> you know, okay, but I'm going to stop real quick to say, I wonder if, I mean, yes, I have water here, but I wonder if some you get some carryover from one rum to the next, especially hmm. when they're so similar in certain ways. Are you like, saying I, rum number, are you saying Ali and Arthur's was like drafting off of? Yes, exactly. <laughs> to use a racing term. <laughs> It's just drafting off of RL Seal Tin. I would be curious to see in a riding the coattails. Yes, it's slipstreaming, if you will, if you're a bicyclist. So you know, like I think if we were to do this again in a completely different order, I would be curious, even blind, to see if it still held up. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. I I do think there's some influence there. I think, yeah, overall, I would guess that that isn't enough to swing it a tremendous amount. Agreed. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. Okay. Rum number three, which we both gave a five, so we were lower on this one. Okay, this makes sense. Um, or I shouldn't say makes sense. This is Dooley's five. Oh, Dooley's five got fives from that's us. That's right, yeah. Huh. So, okay, I mean, that's, you know, the the cheapest of the non-Dooley's mm-hmm. three, Dooley's mm-hmm. line, so mm-hmm. that makes sense to me. It, I, I was kind of hoping we would get something funny where, you know, Dooley's five outscores yeah. Dooley's 12 or something, yeah. although yeah. I, I just... That seems a little far-fetched. Um, it will be interesting to see which rums Ali and Arthur's special Barbados rum beats out, because that is yeah. a very inexpensive rum. It might even be cheaper than Dooley's 5. I don't know. Fact check me on that one. They're, they're, in, the, they're in the ballpark. Okay. Yeah. Rum number four. This was the coconut bomb that we each gave a 10. Is... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this, what is it? This is surprising. This is Old Brickend. No way. Yeah. So no another, way. that is a very inexpensive rum, and we gave it the highest score of 10. No way. That is crazy. But you know, there was, someone said that at, on your post. Mm-hmm. Someone said Old Brigand was going to win. Okay. Interesting. I have to go back yes. and see who that was. Yeah. Oh, look, right there. Chris McPherson, Old Brigand for sure. 
He said Old Brigham uh, for sure in terms of quality to price quality ratio. Quality and price ratio. Okay. okay. Wow. Yeah. That I, I'm going to have to... That's one I'll have to revisit for sure. Yeah. Because... Yeah, this is what I was hoping we would get, a curveball. I, I never would have guessed huh. I, that I would have picked that rum as my Me top either. scoring one. But wow. Okay, that's great. Okay, and rum number five, which I gave a seven and a half, and you gave a four. So this was your lowest rum out of all of them, John. Yep, this was the biggest difference between us two. Yep. Dorley's eight. Yeah, I'm, I, that makes sense <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I'm surprised I gave it less of a rating than Dorley's five, but it's close-ish. So. That is interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's look at the second heat now. So rum number six, which I gave an eight, and you gave a seven and a half. Oh, wow. This is RL Seal 12. Really? Which is among the top two most expensive and the highest in ABV at 46%. Well, we both called that out, if I remember. Or maybe you did, and maybe... Maybe it wasn't me, but I think we guessed it wasn't 80 proof. Right. Yeah. So interesting. Okay. So we both had RL Seal 10 a decent bit ahead or, or higher, I should say, than RL Seal 12. So we wow. both scored 10, a nine, and I gave 12, an eight, and you gave it a seven and a half. Right. So that's pretty fascinating. Yeah. yeah. This is This is the beauty of doing this. I am going to. We're gonna have to do some more comparisons between some of these more surprising ones. Um, yep. I think we might do that for our our bonus episode and, and see how our our thoughts evolve on this. Okay, so rum number seven. This was the lowest of this heat. Yeah, four and a half, and you give it a five. This was real McCoy five. Okay, so it's interesting to see how that compares with Dooley's five. Both fives. Um, yeah, you gave both scores. of those a five. I gave yep. Real McCoy five a four and a half, and Dooley's five a five. So it is. It's it's interesting that we. It seems like we really picked out those five-year ones, but the yeah. non-age statement inexpensive rums were like way higher than the two five-year. Mm. Like Allie and Arthur and Old Brigand are not age statement; they're both relatively right. inexpensive, right. and we both rated those significantly higher than Real McCoy Five and Dorley's Five. That's interesting. That is interesting. Okay, rum number eight. I gave it a seven and a half. You gave it an eight and a half. This was. <laughs> So it turns out, I think we were wrong about which one was XO. Wasn't wasn't Rum Nine no. the one that we were so sure was XO? R- rum Nine was XO. Yeah. Rum Eight is Dooley's XO. XO. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it is good. It is good. It was good. Yeah. yeah. But this this aligns more with my perception historically of that rum, where I thought it was, you know, fine. Basically, mm. the next rum, the one that we gave nines and that we thought could be Dorley's XO was in fact Dorley's 12. Okay. Also, I mean, I gave it a nine. It's one of my favorites. So now the question is, what the fuck was the last one that I gave a 10 to that I loved so much? Yeah, I don't know what this is. I mean, we've listed everything, but I haven't, I haven't figured it I haven't been really... Oh, it's got to be Real McCoy, right? By process of elimination? That's right. It's Real McCoy 12 is round number got 10. It which was your fellow 10. So <laughs> Real McCoy 12, which is the most expensive, you gave the same as Old Brigand. Which, wow, that's crazy. Let me just uh, remind myself what this retails for at Total Wine because that is where I purchased it. <laughs> <laughs> Less than $20. 1949 <laughs> at Total Wine right now. Wow. 
that, that is crazy crazy We've i'm really gonna have to go back, back and spend those. some more time yes. with that um yes. okay wow so some definite surprises in there i do think you know we were we kept going on and on about how run number nine felt like a wine cask influence and yeah you know i did read a few places that Dorley's 12 has 10 percent madeira casks in the blend Okay. So maybe that's what we were tasting. I did. I, I, I put some feelers out to just try to confirm that that is factual because mm-hmm. as I have lamented many times, Foursquare apparently just does not believe in websites, not only for Foursquare <laughs> itself, but for Dorley's, you know, for any of these mm-hmm. in-house brands. Mm-hmm. So there's not a single source of truth in terms of what goes into all these blends online. So hopefully I can get some confirmation on that. But yeah, I would say, what's the biggest, your personal biggest surprise from this? So I, I think probably, well, Old Bergen is, is the biggest surprise, mm-hmm. but barring that, because we've already talked about it, I'm kind of thinking it's Real McCoy 12, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because I think I texted you about this one evening not too long ago where I had a bottle of, I think it was Real McCoy, what, what is Real McCoy's line again? 5, 10, 12, something like that? 3, 5, 12. They have a limited release ten or something. Also, I want to say they they have Could, some they they have a like distillers edition twelve that is ninety two proof. Yeah, and then they also they they have they've done a fourteen. I don't okay, think I've ever was, seen. I don't think I've ever seen a ten. I think they okay. stick to those those age okay. statements. I, I had two. I had the the real McCoy five, which I did not enjoy at that time, and I remember telling you like, dude, I'm not feeling this mm-hmm. at all. And so I also had that other one, whichever it was, the limited release, which was the higher ABV, mm-hmm. and didn't really care for it. It wasn't bad at all, but mm-hmm. it didn't hit me like this Real McCoy 12 did in this blind tasting. So for me, the biggest surprise is how much I enjoyed that standard Real McCoy 12 release. Mm-hmm. It is by far the best of the Heat 2. Bar none, it was easy call for me. Doorly's 12 was absolutely second there, but for it to be that stark, um, yeah. I'm surprised by. Yeah. I think for me, Old Brigand, obviously the biggest surprise, but yeah. also going into this, I said that historically I was a RL Seal 10 over Duralease 12 person, and I ended mm-hmm. up giving them the exact same score, nines, <laughs> which you gave them too. So, yeah. Well, I think this concludes the epic blind four square taste off. This was a super fun experience for me. Hopefully, for everyone watching or listening, it was enjoyable to go through as well, but I would love to hear your reactions to this. If you have some of these rums at home, try, you know, I, you yeah, might not have blind. all, you might not have all 10. I would guess most yeah. people don't have all 10. I definitely had to run around, go to a few different stores to round all these up, but do, do some blind compare yeah. them. Tell us what stands out for you, please. People who own old brigand, <laughs> we need some blind <laughs> old brigand taste. We testers. need some validation here. Because it's wild that, like, I would have expected one of us to be really high on those lower price rums, but maybe not both of us. But that was like unanimous. So, yeah. Yeah. Do your own little. uh, I was going to say, we'll call it fuck it, we'll do it blind. (laughs) There we go. Fuck it, we'll do it blind. We'll do it blind. (laughs) (laughs) So, let us know what you find in doing these blind. You can reach us as always, host at rumcast.com. That's H O S T at rumcast.com. If you want to send us an email, John, if they want to message us on social media, follow us on social media, where can they go for that? Right, that's at the Rumcast, at Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, any of those three. We've we've had a resurgence on Twitter. I said last time I declared it dead. <laughs> 
But then we had like three or four people message us wow. on Twitter and like our post. So I was like, well, I guess it's not dead. So I don't know. But we're not at this very all. moment, Will, we're at the Rumcast on those three platforms. DM us, comment, you know, whatever you want to do there and, and get in touch with us. Or, of course, post at rumcast.com. You can reach us there by email. If you want to write something a little bit longer, a little more structured, let us know how your blind taste test moved uh, through and give us some ratings and all that stuff. That's probably the best flat platform to do that on. So, And if you want a little extra content, you can go to patreon.com slash the Rumcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash the rumcast blasting past 100 patrons there so huge shout out to our patrons thank you so much um your support enables us to 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 go out and buy all these four square bottles and do fun silly things like this so we appreciate it we need to do will what's that we need to like you said this bonus episode for the Patreon subscribers. We need to go back and we need to do some stuff with this. I think Revisit. there's a revisiting non-blind comparisons. Yes. And see see if old Brigand can, <laughs> can live up to its its performance <laughs> in Heat 1. Uh, yes. the uh, the Cinderella story, old Brigand, amazing. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much as always for listening and we'll see you next time.